producer. It'd be cool to also have like a mode where we could just go like auto tune mode. Mm. And that's when I ask we you. We could question. definitely hook that up at some point. Oh, That'd be sick. That'd be that's just dope. like a key command in Ableton turn turn it on the channel. Yeah, but dude, I need to get a better interface for like low latency, like a Apollo or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I've had my focus right for so long. Just like, it just works. Mm. Now that I say that, I gotta knock on wood. <laughs> All right. Well, we're in. Um, thank you for coming through. I, of I appreciate you. Of course. Um, maybe we could just let you introduce yourself real quick so people know who you are. Sure. Um, I am Tazu. Um, my actual name is Julian. I am 21 years old. Um, I'm based in Chicago right now, and I make house music and trap music. Word. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I always start out this podcast the same way, and that is with a question mm -hmm. about your first concert. What was your first concert? That I attended? Yeah. Um, I think, I think it was 2016 and it was Lewis the Child at the Metro. Oh, cool. Yeah. Dude, Lewis sure. the Child went to our high school. Me and Frankie went to the same high school. I guess that means we went to your high school too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no way. You guys went to NT. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, God. Wow. We should have uh, figured that out beforehand. What, where'd, you guys, where'd you guys live? Like, what suburb? Uh, I lived in Northfield. Okay. Yeah. Matthew? That's crazy. Glencoe, dude. My yeah. mom lives in Glencoe. Bro, he still shit. lives in Glencoe. That's <laughs> funny yeah. shit. Oh, my God. Wow. You gotta like spin it back. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking wild. What's up, new cheer guys? Well, yeah. now that's like that opens up like a whole new door of questions. Facts. Like, yeah, yeah, we could talk about like all that stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you, like, I mean, I so for myself, I got into electronic music from like weightlifting and like uh -huh. listening to like hard trap music, and I was like, yeah. And then yeah. I was like, this is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Um. But, you know, like, how did you start? My brother was in the same homeroom or like advisory as Freddie. And so my brother would like share Freddie's music like back then to me. And I would be like obsessed with it. And like, I really like, that's when I started to get into electronic music and just mm. listening to his um, future based songs like back then, like really inspired me and um, even before that, I was listening to a little bit of like Skrillex and Dead Mouse a little, but yeah, just like having my brother show me like his friend's music that also like inspired me like definitely um, made me want to make more music. For sure, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of like also did anything affect you where like you saw these guys' trajectory and you're like, bro, I could do that. Yeah, definitely. Like. Um, yeah, I, when I saw them, like, doing it, you know, like, back in 2016 when they were playing shows while they were still in high school, like, mm -hmm. that just, like, blew my mind. Like, seeing Freddie and Robbie, like, skip school, like, junior, senior year just to go play a festival or, like, play a show, like, I just, like, that's, like, 
sounds amazing yeah know? no for sure i remember i saw them at this festival called snow globe mm-hmm. yep were you did you go to that no i didn't know but you know what i'm talking about it was like a one i don't think i've it, heard about it but i don't know where it is so they did it in chicago at oh, navy chicago? navy pier oh. i think there is another or wait maybe it was called snowball because there is a another one right that's like in colorado or somewhere in the mountains where everyone's wearing jackets you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Maybe. That it's a thing, I swear. When when did you see them? What yeah, year? It, um Hmm. I was in college, so it was probably like twenty four Damn. Wait, yeah, twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen or something like that. Twenty fifteen, I'd say. But yeah, I remember they were just playing this little stage and like mm. chilling. Now they're just fucking huge yeah i know it's crazy crazy. like it's really wild Mm -hmm. um i feel like you know just a good way to also introduce you is through playing a little bit of your music Mm -hmm. sure so what should we start with um let's do take it because like that's like my sound right now cool yeah okay cool but that's an unreleased one Festival shit right here. I know, right? This fucking UKG shit right now. (laughs) So hot. Fire, dude. That's crazy. Thank you. Thank you. So that's more your sound right now? Yeah. More like um trap and um a little little bit of that um uk stuff too yeah Yeah, that like little four on the floor but Mm -hmm. ukg accent Mm -hmm. yeah dude i love that no it's cool i also really like that sample what are they saying in it um so that was a collab with my friend boris um he got the sample it was from like this british dude rapping but like we pitched it up and uh you can't really hear what he's saying but um but it's, we, got, it's got that cadence. Yeah. Like, yeah. Word. How did you start a collaboration with Boris? Do you, how do you know him? 
Um, so he he wants a new chair too. Dude, um, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? That's crazy. And he goes to Colombia for music. Oh, and he cool. lives I went in the to loop. Columbia. Oh, nice. Yeah, That's I funny. same. I went for like a year and I dropped out. That's like the classic move. Yeah. I went for two years, but I went to community college first. Oh, uh, okay. It's okay. like who knows if I started there, maybe I would have dropped out. <laughs> yeah, That's I went like for like move. a year and a half. Oh, really? Yeah. So. It wasn't, I didn't have that much of a great time there. Like It was all right. Yeah, like I, so I graduated like beginning of COVID, right? And then I got in like still during COVID. So like it didn't even feel like college. Like Yeah, no, dude, that's like, that's terrible. I remember just feeling for everyone who was mm-hmm. trying to go to college because dude, honestly, like what I got out of my college experience the most was meeting people. And mm-hmm. if you can't even go to class and meet people, what the f- like, what are you paying yeah. for? You know, because like YouTube Academy, <laughs> that's real. Yeah. Like you can learn everything you need to know about music production. What were you studying? Audio arts. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I was in. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Sorry. Tangent. Uh, Boris yeah. was another dude that was also an NT guy. How did you just met him like during class or like? Yeah, I think it was like freshman year math class. Um, He he loves like Skrillex and he always wore like Ausla every day. And uh, at first, like I didn't really like him. Like he kind of pissed me off a little. But by the end of high school, like we started to get along and like um, I started to get into like his type of music. So we like, whenever we see each other, I like see if we can like work on a song or something like that. For sure. Why yeah. didn't you like him? I think he was like annoying me with like my name because my name wasn't Tazu back then. It was like, oh. it was Wimboost. And oh. he would, he would annoy me. He'd be like, what's up Wimboost? And like, I would hate that. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, why Wimboost? Win with an N or an M? W-I-M and then Boost. Okay. Yeah, I think I just went on Wikipedia, like random article generator, because that's what um, Freddie and Robbie did. Mm. So I just clicked it until I found Wimboost. But yeah, I'm glad I changed that name because I would not want to be Wimboost right now. Should we generate a name? Is that <laughs> yeah. still a thing? It's just like random articles pop up and like that's how they chose their name. Like Oh, like if you just keep digging through Wikipedia? Well, there's like a dice that says random on it. So if you click it, it'll pull up a random article on Wikipedia. Wait, what's this we, page called? Yeah, wait, let's Just it. look up Wikipedia. And there's oh, like a random button. Wikipedia. What yeah. is Wikipedia? <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> but one time this I got, will be the name of the episode. <laughs> one time you got what? No, so I was clicking random, right? And like an article, the title was just like depression. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> That's I'll go by depression yeah, for sure. <laughs> Wait, so where's the dice? Uh, it should be like on the left side. If you're just on the Wikipedia homepage, yeah, it should be like a random button. We'll find it. Maybe it. Maybe they. Maybe they got rid of it, dude. I'm maybe it. if you type in Wikipedia dice, maybe yeah, I don't yeah, know. Wait, let me let me Google Wikipedia dice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it there. Um. I also love the fact that we can hear like the clicking and clacking. Yeah. <laughs> Frankie on the oh, key. It's, it's bringing up like dice, like the thing. <laughs> what? Wait. Maybe randomizer? randomizer. We'll, we'll find it. Yeah. So we'll find it. But yeah, that's how I like wanted to find my name too. So he was giving you a hard time about your name. <laughs> yeah. 
And then you, ch and I saw that you changed your name to Tazu because Taz was your cat. Yeah. And yeah. then the ooh just was a natural progression. Yeah. And like I called my cat like Tazu or like I, I always said Taz, but like um, I said like Tazu sometimes because like mm. it like cutes it up a little bit. Yeah. And like I'm, I'm half Japanese and like um, Japanese is like one of my, um, the languages I speak too. So like mm. it kind of like mixes in sometimes. So gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I figured it out. You got it? Okay. Oh, you got it? If, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go on Wikipedia and you press Alt-Shift-X, it just brings up a random page. Uh, so how did you figure that out? I, I wikipedia it. <laughs> <laughs> what do we yeah, got? Here, so we got Leslie Dutton up right now. Oh, that's a good name. She's a Brit British biochemist, but here. Leslie Dutton up? X, and now we got Luigi Agricola. <laughs> that's actually kind of dope. That's kind of dope. He's an Italian painter. That's actually sick. Wait, what was the last name? Uh, some Dutton sounds like a Yellowstone character, Leslie Dutton. That's kind of dope, actually. Dutton. Yeah, dude. That kind of smacks. That's the that's the family in that show, Yellowstone. It's really? Like these ranchers in Montana. Yeah. Do, cool show. Do, do I need to watch Yellowstone? Because like my dad was like, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. He doesn't even <laughs> he doesn't even watch TV, but he yeah. like he was like, it's pretty good. Dude, it's pretty good. That'll be the name of the episode, and then people will be like, Yellowstone. Why is it? No. What was it? Fuck, I forgot oh, the name. Luigi. Oh, Leslie, Leslie Dutton. Leslie Dutton, baby. Yeah. Shout out, Leslie. Shout out, All right, Leslie. sorry. Uh, back to the, the podcast. <laughs> um, You know, something I just wanted to, like, talk about because it's very recent and also just dope. Heat Wave. Oh, yeah. Dude, how was that? <laughs> you played Heat Wave yeah. at the... Uh, what stage was it? Rising. Rising stage. Yep. How was that? It was really fun. Um, I loved getting on the table. Um, that's like one of my favorite things. Like if it's a festival, like usually they have like pretty good um, tables. Like, like a sturdy. Yeah, surface. like a sturdy, you know. Mm, so yeah. I love jumping on the table. Um, and like by the end, there's like a decent amount of people, like 100 people, I'd say 150. Nice. Yeah. So at like 2 p.m., like that's like pretty good. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So how did the rest of the festival go? Like, it was fun. We we watched Levity after. Um, I forgot what stage. I think it was at like the Nova stage. Um, cool. Yeah. So our friends played right after us. Um, and then who did we see? Oh yeah, we saw Side Piece um, nice. for a little bit because um, I haven't seen them in a while. Um, who else? Oh yeah, Weathen set was so good. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Weathen's like another I'm pretty sure it's like the same manager, right? As Lewis the Child. He, he left. Left. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So how did the whole heat wave thing come to be? Because this is always something I'm trying to pull the curtain on mm. and try to figure out like how do people get to the festival? Because I'm sure there's tons of producers out there like Bro, how do I play a festival? That's like why I got into making music because mm. I saw some dude play a festival. <laughs> yeah. So they already came out with the lineup and I was like, oh, they're not going to get anyone else. Um, but like a month before Heat Wave, like they emailed me saying if I wanted to play um, the opening slot. And I was like, hell yeah. Um, and I wasn't expecting it because um, I didn't even try to like contact them or like um, oh really yeah they just reached out and asked me i just woke up one morning and i saw the email i was like you're joking right 
and it was real and i was like freaking out whoa yeah that so sounds was, like a good way to take a producer's money like you just got accepted <laughs> to play red rocks no that's like that's like way too good to be true but like whatever some small festival not mm. he waves not that small but like now I'm just thinking about scamming people. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, no, that's... So you woke up to an email and you were just yeah. like, damn, all right, for sure. Yeah, I guess I'm playing Huey. That's dope. Yeah. Do I was surprised because it was super last minute. Like, I can't believe they're asking people to, like, play, like, a month out because I thought they had that set already. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I was, like, so lucky to get that spot. And I was lucky for them to, like, even think of me to, like, put me on the lineup, so... For sure. Do you think like that just what do you think was like the biggest, you know, like possibility that you got that? Was it like through social media presence or do you think it was just like kind of luck? Like they obviously knew you were from Chicago. Like Mm -hmm. were they scouring artists? Did you play another set somewhere that potentially someone was like, oh, let's get let's get Tazu. Um, So. I know, I think I'm pretty sure the people who run Heatwave is Aris Presents. Mm-hmm. And um, they kind of know me over there. And they've known that, um, like, I've been making music and playing shows, like, even in Cola, too, when I was in that duo. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, this year, like, they've definitely started to notice me a lot more and, like, wanted me to, like, play more shows. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Dope. Let's talk about Cola, because I don't know anything about Cola. Yeah. So inform me. <laughs> How did that happen? That was, like, obviously the predecessor to doing your own solo mm-hmm. stuff as Tazu. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it started, like, in 2016 um, when me and Casey, um, like, we got each other Snapchat, and we were like, oh, we should make music sometime. So we like, I went over... And uh, this is when we barely knew Ableton and we were just like fucking around. And, um, you know, as like a year or two went by, like our producing got better. Mm -hmm. Um, We learned from his brother. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like 2018, we started getting like opening slots um, for shows. And um, by that time we had like songs out and like um, some, some fans like, definitely from uh new Trier. Mm. um but yeah so, so this was still in high school oh yeah so cola was pretty much like lasted four years like pretty much the entirety of uh new Trier. okay yeah. was this someone you went to high school with yeah so um the other guy's name is casey um but yeah he yeah we decided to um part ways like at the end of high school just because we both had different sounds yeah. Um, but we sometimes like we're still good friends and like we yeah. make music together like whenever we see each other. What's Casey's alias? Uh, Sleepyhead. Sleepyhead. Yeah. Is that like Definitely. The, like the Passion Pit song. Yep. He loves that song too. Like I, I think learned. That's I love that song. Too, yeah. Dude. It's so good. Love it. I learned the other day that that song. My girlfriend's very Irish, and uh, on TikTok, somehow it showed her that that was like an old Irish celtic whatever like really song oh, yeah really? like the vocal part sorry I gotta oh hear, actually i kind of remember 
I kind of remember looking into that. Um, I watched like a little YouTube video on like the sample history behind Sleepyhead. Oh, really? Mm. And remember listening to that original song and being like, dude, this guy, Passion Pit is like, so I think his original idea for the project is like, he made it as like a love letter to his girlfriend or something, which is pretty sweet. Mm, that's nice. But this dude is just kind of like a legend in my mind. He's like the passion pit guy. Yeah. Does yeah. he still make music? To my knowledge, I think so. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. It's definitely, you know, had his like height of his career. He was in that blog era, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like that I, was like when we were in high school. Yeah. In high school. Yeah. yeah. There's a playlist like, if you want to feel nostalgic, Frankie, you go to uh, Blog House okay. playlist on Spotify. That's like our high school career right there. And it's it's got some classics. <laughs> I got to check it out. Boys Noise and fucking a lot of stuff. Anyway. All right. Um, okay. So the one thing I wanted to go back to is Casey's brother was like the dude showing you the ropes. Is Casey's brother making music still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a he's a he's the other half of a lucid child. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's nice to have someone who can show you the ropes. You know oh yeah, mean? for sure. Because yeah. that that first Daw opening mm -hmm. session, you're just like, I thought I was gonna make like a tune. Mm -hmm. a tune right now, but, no, but I don't not. even know how to like work a delay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, how did, so like, I don't know, I guess, I guess I just want to stick on this for like one second because I just remember that feeling. And I think everyone remembers that feeling when you open, you're like, yeah, I want to get into this. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, yeah, what, what, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> what do I do now? How mm -hmm. do I get sounds in? Also, I remember we started and like Splice wasn't even a thing. Mm. So it wasn't like drag in Splice sample and then have like part of a song going. Mm -hmm. But like what was the first genre that you were trying to produce? I guess like Future Bass and um, like, yeah, just Future Bass. And I had my sister too and she sings. So mm. I had her like sing on some things and like just get like vocal chops you know because like that's a big future bass thing um mm -hmm. yeah but i like definitely learned from youtube a lot more um than casey because uh when we started like i kind of knew more about ableton so i was teaching him a little but you know like when casey said that he wants to get into ableton like his brother helped him out and then Whatever he learned, you know, from his brother, like I learned. Mm. So, so like you um, guys went off and like had your own sounds. <clears throat> yeah. But that was where you cut your teeth. You know, like that was like the, the start of your career. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm just curious, like lessons you learned from that and how that shaped you into doing your own solo stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Being working with Casey like definitely helped me a lot and like I learned so much um and I think the biggest difference is uh having like a second year when you're producing mm. um and also like DJing live too like oh dude I used to have that so second easier. guy there it's already yeah. queued up a track yeah like it's like okay yeah you got that all right Whew. like no worries like 
Well, and they can be on the the person on the outside with that's reading the crowd uh-huh. a little bit more. Like maybe that last checker was like, yeah, it did okay. Yeah. And now maybe they want something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but it's totally different. Like I remember, I think I played my first like solo set opening for Twin at the Chop Shop. Mm. Um, and I was like shitting myself. Um, <laughs> like I was so scared. I was like, Oh my God, I don't have Casey here. Like, what am I going to do? Um, but like, I totally like did it fine and it was really fun, but, um, it's like, I still have to get used to it. You ever wish to have that back to back energy again? Like doing like a, um, some kind of duo group. Yeah. So like I, like me and Casey talk and like, we're down to like bring back cola like whenever it feels right like mm-hmm. like we we posted that one song hullabaloo just out of nowhere and like it already has like 10k on soundcloud i think mm-hmm. but like i think we might just do that where if we make music together we might just like release it does casey still live in this area no so he goes to school at uh loyola marimont in uh louisiana Okay. Yeah. So, so the distance. Yeah. He's like right next to Tulane. So it's pretty far. Word. Let's go to the cola track. Yeah. Hello, Blue. Yeah. This is kind of housey. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Great sample. One thing I definitely wanted to touch on was Goose Thumps. Mm. And uh, great name. I know, right? We'll just say that. Like Goosebumps? 
Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so Tom, your manager, mm-hmm. he was the one who connected me. Mm-hmm. How did you get connected with Tom? Um, I forget which show. Which show was it, Matthew? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know Liney? Yeah, I saw Liney at Joe's on Weed Street. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was there too. Nice. Oh, you were there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a fun show. Yeah, it was a really good. Dude, show. fucking fly. Oh yeah, that, was that really dude good. threw it down. I know. I was like, what? Yeah, he's a legend. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, but yeah, so Liney headlined for like Goose Lumps for like their show at Debonair, mm. which is on that intersection at Wicker. I've played a debonair show. Oh, yeah. I, I played, it was like a lo-fi beats night. Did you play in the basement? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That basement's fun. Like, the yeah. sound is mediocre. Mm-hmm. They could they could do better with the sound. Yeah. But the booth for the DJ is it's great. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I love the little entrance, too, on the side. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, fun yeah. going through there. Debonair is cool, but they someone needs to, like, revamp their sound. Sorry. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I opened for Liony. And then I think it was after the show, I texted Tom. I was like, "Are you? do you know anyone that's looking to manage or like anyone interested in doing that? And Tom said they were. Mm. And we talked about it. Um, and yeah, I was like, yeah. And Tom put on that show. Yep. Tom, Tom runs Goose Thumps. Check it out. Um, was he... Uh, well, the one thing that, that's interesting is like, there's a point in a career where you feel like maybe you need management. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you felt like, I need an extra hand. Yeah. Um, I, like, hate doing emails. Um, so yeah. I wanted someone there for me to, like, help out with that. Um, and also just, like, emailing different promoters and, like, blogs and stuff like that. I feel like... It was time for me to get like another hand for Tazu. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, it was just like and how how do you feel like that has changed the trajectory? Um Do you feel like having a manager is key? Mm. Um I feel like it's different for every artist because like like Levity, they don't have a manager right now. And I would mm. say that they would they're like doing really well right now and like i would say that they have more shit going on you know so i feel like they would need a manager but they don't have one like Mm. they they handle it on on their own so i feel like it really depends on the artist um yeah and it's like a preference too like if you feel like you can manage it on your own like then you, you don't need one well and i'll just say this you're dude you're you're young as fuck man I'm 28, almost 29. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you're 21, man. You like. Chip, I feel old you know? though. I feel. Nah, like, dude, you're you're young. Bro, Why I, do you feel old? Do you feel like an old soul? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Just like you just feel like you've you've seen a lot. Mm, not in that sense, but. I feel like I'm not as young as I used to be when I was like, I don't know, 19 or like, Mm. I feel like I say I'm old because like I used to play rugby. Right. And I used to be like super physically active. You were limber. Yeah. I was lifting at Nutria, you know, and now I'm not, I'm not lifting. I haven't lifted in like three years. Like I feel like if I did, I'd like break something. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta like, you gotta ease back in. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. But I mean, 
you know, I think that there's different phases of oldness. Mm-hmm. As I'm an ancient being <laughs> at this point. I don't um, think so. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but like, there's different times in my life where I felt like, shit, I'm getting old. Mm-hmm. And I think it just is a different ma- maturation, like a like a wine. You know what I mean? Like you get older and older, and there's different levels to feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I started producing music, I was out of college, and I was like, dude, I'm gonna fucking gonna win a grammy and it's gonna be like two years from now you know what i mean (laughs) yeah and then that reality set in i was like okay like trying to figure it out trying to figure it out and uh you know it's like i don't know what i'm trying to say about this but basically like it is a real factor like you feel like there's there's people that are making music that are like 16 Mm mm-hmm that are making like insane Mm -hmm. creative stuff that you you're like wait what Mm -hmm. but i also feel like when you're 16 think about how much less responsibility you have or anything like you you don't even like your shit's so creative because you don't even know how the world works Mm -hmm. you know like you you don't even have to pay rent like you don't have to work like you don't have to do the jag shit i mean some some 16 year olds might yeah but generally, yeah. your mind is so expansive and creative because all you have to do is think about just like, oh, like daydream, mm-hmm. you know? I started producing probably at like 15 or 16. Yeah. And like, it was within that range of like between then and then like 21 or so that I feel like I was like uninhibited, mm-hmm. you know? There was just not like, pressure externally in life as much at least Mm -hmm. and i don't know that's kind of when i made some of the best music and i Mm -hmm. still make music and everything but like there was something special about that era Mm -hmm. you know for sure yeah yeah Yeah. i mean there's a level where you have to like understand kind of what you're doing too yeah you know and that's something that comes with age so like you might lose some of that like naivety and Mm -hmm. like you know, might take on some more responsibility, but you also get like a lot more knowledge and technical skill and experience and stuff. So, you know, do you feel like, and this is something maybe I think about because like we got all this crazy AI shit and you're like, like AI is basically like kind of like humans where we like get a bunch of input, like the nurture, we get a bunch of input and we're like, Oh, okay. We're going to like reflect that back Mm -hmm. into the world. And when you're 16, there's not that much input. But now that I'm like 28, there's been a lot of input. I've gone through <laughs> generations of like, we had trap music. We had like, you know, whatever, all dubstep and stuff. Mm-hmm. Your, your and AI model's been trained on a lot. Yeah, I've been trained. Yeah. <laughs> and in a way, it's good because I know what works. But at the same time, there's like a... Well, sometimes, I'm not naive in a way. Yeah, like honestly, I think that like limitation can be like the best driver for true creativity. Like when you're young, you do have some sort of limitation because you're new and everything's kind of fresh mm-hmm. and like everything's more exciting in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. then as you yeah. age, you kind of like get a lot more of this experience and like have a lot more options mm-hmm. and can seem a little bit daunting. And it's like... Yeah 
what do <clears> I even <throat> choose at this point? Especially mm -hmm. if we're talking technology that producers have nowadays. It's, it's right. It's ridiculous, you know. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, I feel like you know, like those kids that are producing, or like even like us too. Like I feel like it's not. It's like not good to like compare yourself to other artists or people that are younger that are doing it faster than you you know like it's all about your journey and like what you learn from it and the people you meet and it's okay if you're not there yet you know as long yeah. as you're consistent and like you do stuff every day like and you're happy like that's all that matters you know yeah i mean you touched on that one thing that's like the shitty part where it's like the people that you meet and the people that you know and like how you know like we got these fucking <laughs> algorithms that are like how are you gonna get your shit out there in an actual way not your shit but like your music out there in a way that's actually gonna travel mm -hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. i feel like your network is a big part of that and it's definitely not the same from when it was like whatever three or four years ago like yeah. getting music out there like feel like it's changing every day like ways to like get your music heard or like you know yeah do you use soundcloud like oh, as, yeah. as much as probably every day okay yeah yeah okay. i yeah my songs are like i have like remixes and stuff from other artists on there that i i want to listen to and like people post edits and stuff on there so soundcloud gotta still, check soundcloud yeah it's it, still the place to find the best so like yeah it's a question i have for your generation like since I guess technically you're in like the generation before Jerry and I, is SoundCloud still like cool, but with like maybe maybe mm -hmm. less mainstream, but like with producers and people that are into music, are people oh, still going on there? Oh yeah, I feel like producers, you know, artists like have SoundCloud, but like my friends definitely, like I feel like the average person would not have SoundCloud. Like yeah. they'd use like Apple Music or Spotify. Yeah, yeah. So back in our day, Jerry, like, yeah, the it was a lot more normal for people to have SoundCloud just that weren't producers or like really in the scene, let's say. Yeah, and I think nowadays it's like Spotify. Yeah, it's know? still where I find all the hidden gems. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, dude. that's where that's where they are. Like, you just gotta dig. It's the Wild West, yeah. you know, it's like kind of like the more unregulated space for music for sure i i just don't think soundcloud really realizes the pot of gold that it's sitting on yeah i just don't i think that i was talking to someone else about this and it's just like i don't i actually don't know exactly how it's funded but like i'm mm -hmm. assuming it's just like a bunch of people that don't even know music it's like vc <laughs> funding and we're just like True. You like, do they thing. even know <laughs> that like producers use it to like find all their like hits and stuff? Like, do they, they honestly probably the, do, but like not to the level that it could be. They don't. Yeah, you're right, though, that they really don't capitalize on it for what it is, because SoundCloud has been around for yeah. a really long time. We, we all use SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. All, all the time. All the time. But, like, they're not really, like, curating it for us, like, and, like, adding stuff for... I mean, maybe they're, like, trying a little bit, but, like, it's the same website it was mm -hmm. 10 years ago. Yeah. They just changed their logo. That's, like, yeah. black and I know. White. It's black and white. It's like a peace sign on <laughs> Big deal. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? I'm... I, like... I'm kind of glad that they don't really, like, make it more mainstream, though, because, like, it's kind of cool that 
only like producers and stuff use it, you know, like yeah, yeah. It's but they, they could like make some features and like gear it a little more. Oh yeah, they can definitely yeah update and, it and like make it better. Yeah, maybe there's this aspect that so many like bootlegs and remixes and stuff mm. that. I can't believe I never even thought about this, but that, that's where you put all of your like tracks that you can't put on Spotify, yeah. you know, like because they'll get copyright yeah. struck real quick. Yeah. So I see a lot of people that are actually just like there's a lot of like hip hop producers and like, you know, beat producers that'll just put stuff on Spotify and it'll like pass because they you know, they change the the speed or they change the tempo yeah. enough, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and yeah. it'll just fly for as long as it flies mm-hmm. and then it's to the point where it's like okay if i get like a lawsuit or something from like the label that owns this or the publisher that owns this record from you know the 70s or whatever it's like yeah, yeah they can have my 1500 dollars in streaming royalties that yeah. i got yeah. you know but at that point it's like people have heard the song and they now like my music and they were able to listen to it because I was able to put it where the people are actually listening. Whereas SoundCloud, it's kind of like, you know, you can put your best track on there that you really poured your heart into and it gets hundred plays or 50 plays. It's like, for sure. The people just aren't really there. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's like some pirate radio shit. I mean, I would just say like, you gotta be careful if you put something out there mm -hmm. on Spotify don't spend the money <laughs> that you're like you know like just be you know i don't yeah. know i would just say like if you made a lot of money off a spotify track that you know could get copyrighted yeah, yeah be, ready, be ready to get just, it back. <laughs> don't spend all that money you know yeah. facts yeah yeah all right let me check my notes i got a couple other questions for you i don't know how, how long have you been going frank uh we're probably at 48 really 50. damn oh we're not yeah. That doesn't that's seem like that long to me. Does, does that seem long? No, this this feels like 30 minutes so far. Okay, okay, cool. Um You okay, Matthew? I'm wonderful. Matthew's chilling. <laughs> I wanted to ask, like, just looking forward for Tazu. Mm-hmm. What's like what's like a one year goal? What's like a five year goal? I guess a one year goal, like a really solid one, is to be like or have a single with a label because um i haven't had a song with a label yet but um i feel like that'd be cool you know get like official release um yeah so that's like my one-year goal my five-year goal um i've always wanted to play coachella Mm. so i think i can do it in the next five years but okay yeah Coachella. Got a couple questions. Even Do Lab. Do Lab is fun. Do Lab. Do Lab. Shout out Do Lab. <laughs> Shout out Do Lab. <laughs> Book me, please. Um, what label? Um, Deadbeats would be sick. Do you know Jadu Dalla? Yeah, dude. Jadu Dalla, bro. So Zed's Dead's label. Yeah. Deadbeats. Jadu Dalla, which is, I don't know who owns that, but I do have a friend that has released on there. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they're sick. Um. There's a few more. Some great future bass on Jadudala. Mm-hmm. Back, yeah. They got some weird sounds down there, too. Like, I don't know what it's like now. Yeah. But I just remember, like, there were some bangers on there. Yeah. Definitely downloaded. Um. Okay. Any other labels? There are, but I need to check my phone. I forgot. <laughs> um, okay. Maybe, um, what, oh, what's their name? 
Alza? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they don't really release on there anymore. I know. Yeah, yeah. They used to be real big into the mix series and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, why Coachella? Um, like, I mean, we got like Lollapalooza here. I know. We got like, I know. Um, uh, you know, tons of, there's I'll, so many festivals. <laughs> I'd be happier to play Coachella over Lala, even though Lala is like where my hometown is. But Coachella, because it's California, I love the palm trees and like just looking out, seeing the mountains. Um, it is like, I've been there once and like I fell in love with it and mm. Ever since I've just wanted to play there. So you've been to Coachella? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Who'd you see at Coachella? Um, Let's see. Billie Eilish. I don't know why. I think it was nice. just like I had to um, just because, you know. I would I see should, Billie yeah. Eilish. Yeah. Billie. Oh, she, she brought out Vince Staples too. So that was amazing. Nice. Yeah. Um, We went to the Do Lab and just like saw artists there. Um, I forget who I really saw. Oh, um, Diplo. Nice. I saw Diplo um, at like the Sahara tent. He was like one of the last to play. That was really cool. That's dope. Yeah, I've never been to Coachella, mm. but it's always so early in the season. I'm like, oh shit, it's Coachella. Okay, it's fun. so nice over there though. Like the weather is already like perfect. Yeah. 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 Do you have any festivals that are going on this summer? We're already like deep into June. Yeah, we're we're like we're in it. We're like almost done with summer. I no. don't <laughs> say that though. It's depressing. Uh, I know. It's already it's gonna snow now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> gotta get the salt out to snow. Yeah. Um, in <laughs> Chicago. But I mean, are there any other festivals in Chicago that you're just like looking to go to? Oh yeah, Lala. For Follow sure, yeah. I want to see Fred again. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I didn't see him at the Rivera. Um, maybe, oh, yeah, maybe Arc, yeah. Um, there's a lot of talented people on there, like a lot of house yeah. DJs. Like Arc looks crazy this yeah. year, and it's funded by or not funded by, but the Alro is gonna do like the stage and stuff like that. Mm. And Alro is like known for putting on like the craziest like shows and at the clubs like. Mm. Yeah, if you look up Alro and their shows, like, like, I've definitely heard of them. Nuts, like just like people in costumes, like things hanging from the ceiling, like confetti everywhere. Like they got like everything. Yeah, I'd like to go to Arc. I haven't been. Last year, I tried to get tickets right before the event, and it was like way. Exp- I was like, ah, I don't know about this one. Yeah, guys. <laughs> I think Arc is during the same time as North Coast. It is at the same. That's time ridiculous. Like what? How? I think of it as like you got like a McDonald's across the street from like a Burger King or something. Which it's one's like a Burger King though? Which one's a Burger King? <laughs> oh, uh, I would say choose wisely. I would say at this point North Coast because yeah, like North Coast is out. So Arc is where North Coast used to be in the city actually like in union park oh so where like uh pitchfork was and stuff yeah and now north coast is out of like it's called seat geek arena or something like where the hell is that it's far i mean it's by midway so it's like a little bit of oh my god no one is going to that people go but it's just like it's a pain in the ass yeah if you're from the city that's not even chicago you gotta drive there or like yeah damn i but i i do feel like maybe I don't think they're owned by the same people. 
Um, but hmm. maybe it's just this like competitive thing where there's so much yeah. hype going on that weekend that it's just like we're just gonna get a bunch of people to come out. That's so regardless. hard. How like two festivals the same weekend in Chicago and it's like both like EDM music like it's gotta hurt both of them. Yeah, like they should just plan it so they find different weekends. Yeah, so they can get both the audiences, but yeah. like on a different weekend. Yeah, like instead of splitting them up. That makes sense to me, but I've just heard that there's that thing where it's like you put two gas stations next to each other, drives traffic in there for both of them. You know what I mean? I'm not like sure. a economics guy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if they were like closer together, like people would like. Just go Switch. between. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like That'd be one, cool. One time I had a house bands. party next to another house party. <laughs> Most lit house party ever because there was like half the crew just came over and then went back. I yeah. was like, this is too many people. <laughs> but yeah, who knows? I don't know. Um, word. Let's, I think it's time for another track. Yeah. Another yeah, track? Another What's track that last track. one? Oh, that future bass one? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's see. One. Yours truly. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Let's run it. Let's do it. Yeah, we can just play that first job. Like, yeah, yeah. Love those little uh, brassy chords coming in there. In that thank, second you, part. thank you, thank yeah. you. Dope little Juno. It's got that weird little like uh, syncopationy swing thing. Yeah, that it's little not like, flume vibe. Yeah, it's not right quite there. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The hi hats too. It kind of. Do you do you think about that? I always ask about syncopation because I feel like that's like that magic sauce. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's everyone can do a quantized beat, mm-hmm. but where you choose to put things off the grid mm-hmm. is kind of like where the flavor is. For sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you have any specific techniques um, to get that swing? Not really. Like, um if i want to make it swing like i just put the samples like whatever the hi-hats like as triplets or Mm -hmm. just like keep messing with it until like it swings you know for sure yeah are you like a uh does it kind of switch up or you type of producer that's doing like that lead melody are you playing that in or you keying that in or um those plucks yeah yeah those are all on the keyboard like yeah definitely like listening to it like without the lead Mm-hmm. Like, I love just listening to the chords, you know, and then, like, yeah. seeing what lead works, what what kind of plucks work. Yeah. And just kind of leaving them as you played them, tighten them up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, or I'm ready. like, okay, I'm ready, and then I play, like, that yeah. little riff. Yeah. That's cool. 
Yeah. Word. Cool. Thanks, Frank. Frank is a uh, first time uh, on my podcast, and we as a we, co-host, we super yeah. Oh, really? appreciate. Yeah, as a co-host. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, welcome. Frank's it's got my first time. Frank's got more uh, music experience than I even I do. I remember you were producing before me, and I was like, dude, this guy, <laughs> this guy's crazy. I was making uh, I was putting loops together in GarageBand, man. That was um, yes, mm-hmm. sir. How it all kicked off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way back in the day. We appreciate you, Frank. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Where do people even find you now? Cool stuff for the boys? They really don't. I'm a, so sad to say um, <laughs> working working on it. But, yeah. I've He's, got, like, weird <laughs> side pages and stuff. And yeah. um, Check out Melodize. Check out yeah. Cool Stuff for Boys. Yeah. The boys or boys? Just boys. You got it Just right. Just boys. Yeah. I lost access to that page. It's kind of no. like No. What? I know. I don't even... I can't even get on there anymore, but whatever. But it exists. Like, you can... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can search it up. We'll uh, definitely have to share some tracks after this. Yeah, for sure. But I feel like we've, we've covered a lot of ground, I yeah. think. And I think, you know, I always end the same way, too, which is... I ask a question, mm. <laughs> just like really drawing it out. But the question is, um, you know, we talked about your first concert, but what would be the the best concert, the most impactful concert that made you feel like just mm. fuck, like I need to like change my game now. Like mm-hmm. that was wild. That inspired me. I think, um, I forget which Lala. I think it was 2016 or 17. I saw Porter Robinson. Mm. With Porter's Kate. been a thing on multiple episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, Porter's got That's an crazy. impact. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I saw him at Perry's, and me and Casey were in the crowd, and like it was pouring rain, and he <sighs> and he played um, Love that. Um, "Sad Machine," and mm. like I I like could have cried like with the rain going like. It was just like so inspiring and um I just like was like felt so much um what do you call it? Like just waves of like like emotions. Um yeah, like not tingliness, like what do you call it? Like Euphoria? Yeah. What do you like I don't know how to say it, but like good vibes? Yeah. Like for good sure. vibes. Yeah. Okay. I was just like so inspired and um yeah I was just like seeing all the people around me like just like so many people like here for the same thing you know like this right here it was just so inspiring yeah so I would I would watch that show again but you ever like go on Lollapalooza whatever website and find the recording of that. I actually haven't looked into that set. I probably should. It probably would hit you with that nostalgia. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. One of my most impactful concerts was a Dead Mouse show at Mm -hmm. Lollapalooza, and it was raining. Mm. Right when he went on, it started raining, and he played some chords. Mm. Oh yeah, I know some chords. And it was just like so good. Is that his it's intro? Sick, yeah. I think it. Oh, I think God. it was his intro, and it was just like, 
and it was fucking raining. We're all just like, uh, it's like something is just like animalistic about yeah. when you're dancing in the rain. Mm. Feels like that scene in the Matrix when everyone's just like, you know, <laughs> dude, uh, what is the home? T- what is the town in the Matrix called? Fuck, that's a deep cut. I don't remember. You know, whoever's out there, you know. <laughs> um, it's like a biblical name. Anyway, rain shows because it, it's like it's you're teetering on getting canceled mm-hmm. as in the show getting shut down because it's like depending on if there's lightning, they're like, we can't do it. Mm-hmm. We got to shut down. There's a storm. But they're they're magical for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Julian, I had a question for you mm-hmm. on the topic of Porter. Yeah. Because I know, so I checked, I did a little dive into your music, mm-hmm. and um, I know that you're inspired by Porter, and Porter's also someone who's, like, very good at balancing his work between things that are really pretty, and, like, from his heart, kind of, and then things that are, like, some of the most crazy EDM technical bass music and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And I noticed something about you is that you have a lot of music that's really good EDM bass music, great mm-hmm. for shows. But like there were a few tracks that I listened to, um, like this one, A Past Time mm-hmm. and then Breathe that I actually connected with the most. I like those two tracks a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I just kind of wanted to highlight those and, and get your take on like that duality of making bass music and then also having this other side of you and like for sure how you work that out as an artist and stuff Mm -hmm. i feel like right now i've been trying to like stay away from edm and like trying to produce bass music because that's what i'm really into right now but of course like um i end up making you know like future bass sometimes because it's like of course i want to make like sad songs sometimes like not always like it's it's hard making just like just aggressive songs like all the time so i feel like i get my emotions out by like making those songs too and so i like i like making you know both genres um but it's hard to stick with one because you know like artists right now like you have to stick with your sound and like that's who you are Mm-hmm. But I feel like, for me, I I love both of those things, and I'm just trying to find a way to like make those two work together. For sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense. But it's it's a it's a tough thing because you, if you're getting you're starting to get booked for something mm-hmm. that's maybe more EDM, and then there's a push to be like, all right, I can make some more money making this specific genre. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can't just sit down. Well, I mean, I'm not that way. Mm-hmm. I can't just sit down and be like, I'm just going to make a specific... Ge- it's kind of whatever comes out. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't you don't put guardrails when you sit down. You just kind of like make stuff and then slot it into wherever it needs to go? Um, It depends. Like sometimes I grab my laptop because I hear something. I'm like, holy shit, that's sick. I'm going to make something like that. So I make, I start making something like that. Um, or like sometimes I just don't know what I'm going to make, you know, and I like pull up a plug in or, you know, some kind of instrument and just start messing around. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. But you're not like, 
I need to make an aggressive song. I need to make a future based song. Um, sometimes, yeah. Like sometimes it's like yeah. I gotta continue this a little bit. Yeah, sometimes it's just like if I'm feeling like sad or not exactly sad, but like just wanna feel like like I hear that EDM stuff and I'm just like, okay, I wanna make something like my own that I can like connect to. I like go ahead and like make a future based song or like electronic song mm. yeah so at the end of the day it's really just something you connect with mm -hmm. that's got to be the thing that drives yeah it's really hard for me to just like open a laptop and like make something because i don't have a direction but you know like once i start like making these sounds like multiple sounds like i started to decide um what it's gonna sound like you know yeah 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 okay cool frankie thank you for the question thank Appreciate you frankie that. Yeah, yeah yeah um you know let's wrap this guy up any shout outs who, who are we shouting out here um yo shout out to matthew right shout here out matthew yo, matthew's been matthew. sitting in the room you can't see him <laughs> but he's chilling best photographer right here he also makes visuals um Hell yeah definitely check his stuff out Hell yeah. Shout out to my manager, Tom Gooselims. Shout out, Tom. Um, yeah, shout out my family, my friends. I love you guys. And thanks for having me on this podcast. Of course, really man. Fun. Of course. Weird that we all went to the <laughs> same high school. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, all four of us. That's, yeah. that's wild. Wait, what year did you guys graduate? 2012. 2012. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. were 2020. That's eight years. That's that like hurts. not that big of a difference. Though. It's like, not that big of a difference. But when you said 2020, I was like, yeah, I mean, what? like, yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> no, guess that's <laughs> it seems it seems like a far gap. But yeah, for sure. Age doesn't matter. It only slightly matters. Mm -hmm. What was the name of the Wikipedia person? Leslie, Leslie Dutton. Shout out Leslie Shout out Dutton. Yo, Leslie Dutton, I'm coming for you. And Luigi. I'm coming for you. Something. Yeah, and Luigi, Leslie. I'm coming for you too. Yeah, and then Luigi. I know where you live. Agricola. Agricola sure sounds like Meredith. 1821. 1821. <laughs> oh. He literally, Agricola, he invented agriculture. Dude, that's why that's his last name, man. He's <laughs> got some uh, weird paintings of like. Uh, no, like some kids spanking each other. Looks a little That's Luigi. hot, dude. Yo, it's a little iffy, man. Luigi. I don't know if we, I can't, I can't I don't know if we can put this on. I, I think we're going to have to dig you up from the grave and give you some spankings. <laughs> Is it? I literally just said it was hot, so I'm getting canceled <laughs> yeah. for sure. 100%. Yo, Luigi. All right. Well, before I cancel myself more, um, thank you guys. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, if you're listening, uh, Thank you, and go check out another episode or another podcast that you like. Yeah, go listen to another podcast. Shout out podcast. <laughs> Someone else. Don't even think for yourself. <laughs> Only listen to stuff. That way you can't think. Exactly. Drown That's out fucked. the noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of true. All right. Later, guys. All right. Peace.